I'm going to look back at this 50 years from now and feel pretty sweet. Well, this is true. And by the way, Armin Show Podcast, episode 130, I wanted to intro with that from my guest. Rachel. Rachel in the building, because there is something to that. Not to get too much about me, but my uh, message is such that these things will last. Audio content, video content. We don't have that of our grandparents, great-grandparents, whatever, what they were doing. We have no clue. But then our current generation, we have records of like everything they did along the way. That's a nice feature you can look back on. Rachel brings some in-depth stuff right Audio there. Audio recording's been around since before our grandparents. Yes, it has. So what are you talking about? I'm talking about the fact that people documenting their time across the way was not as prevalent 50 years ago as it is now. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, great point to bring up. <laughs> Glad to have on this episode. That's right. We have a guest, Rachel, in the building. Rachel, how do you feel being on the Armor Show podcast? Neutral. Neutral. That's the excitement we bring to the table here. The guests are just, it's just like an explosion of joy when you get on this. Now, Rochelle, should we go with Rachel? Okay, we'll go with Rachel. So, question for you. It's not really a question. I have recently been told by people that my podcast is a form of therapy for them and it involves speech. Now, that might as well be called speech therapy. I have heard you have your own version of of a speech therapy, which is different from mine. This is going to be difficult. I have a really hard time containing laughter. Uh Uh-huh. And it's really easy to make me laugh. Well, we are... I I might be a difficult podcast guest. We are somber on on this podcast. We know this from all the past ones. We keep it somber here. No joy. So if you could just be a little bit more melancholic and... Let us know more about the speech therapy world. I'll do my best. Okay, great. What is one of the main features that got you into that world of speech therapy, which is something that exists? Well, uh, my undergraduate training is in linguistics, and I don't enjoy being in a strictly academic environment, which makes a career in linguistics very difficult. So after I graduated, I worked some odd jobs, and uh, one of which was as a soccer coach in an elementary school. And didn't know that. At that elementary school, I met the school speech therapist and got a little bit more familiar with what that job actually is, and learned that it involves a lot of things that I really am interested in and um, good at. So I looked more into it and applied to a master's program, got in, and the rest is history. It is history and currently the present and leading towards the future. What, is there anything, I don't know if this makes sense, but is there anything in my voice or the way I communicate that says anything? about me speaking pattern wise or anything like that. Are you that. asking if you if you think if I think that you have disordered speech or language? Or super orders, maybe. <laughs> Either one. Like super just abilities that are just ingrained in my vocal cords that you I didn't sound, know about. You sound pretty good. Okay. What are some speech issues that a speech therapist would respond to? Uh so we work with 
speech and language. Mm-hmm. Speech being the sound that actually comes comes out, and language being the underlying system that we use to communicate. So that just um, we work with children and adults who have a disorder in either of those areas, and that could be developmental or acquired. So some examples of developmental issues would be um, a lisp or uh, some sort of underlying um, syndrome like Down syndrome, which can come with a lot of different speech and language issues. Um, Sometimes language it can be disrupted in children with autism. Um, and some acquired disorders can include uh, aphasia, which is a loss of language after a stroke or, um, or a head injury, some sort of like, um, brain injury. Yeah. Um, and so some places you might find a speech therapist working would be a school or, a skilled nursing facility or a hospital. Um, it can be in private clinics or in people's homes. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Various locations. Yeah. Are you bored yet? I don't get bored. All right. I learn. That's good. And I love learning. Imagine me bored. Especially not from this. I'd be bored from like a Dodgers game. No offense to the Dodgers. Or sports. <laughs> what... I'm going to ask you a question. Oh, no. What makes you interested in this field to be asking me these questions? Are you trying to educate the people? I am always trying to educate the people. That is one of my larger context missions, per se. And then the other one is it's a, it's a category. You know, in life we have all these different categories, specialization, things we've appro- improved upon over collective humanity. And this is one category separate from some other field like civil civil engineering of bridges, another category. They're very specific. Mm-hmm. Specifically, what's interesting about this one, I use my voice and some people have conditions. Yeah, that's another area that a speech language pathologist can work in as well is voice. Oh. Um, a lot can go wrong with your anatomy and physiology of that of the, the vocal folds and the larynx and the surrounding muscles and um, usually that would happen with if you're if you're straining your voice and you cause some sort of injury in there um, but it can happen it can be secondary to different illnesses as well and conditions and so we'd help people basically form new habits that are more healthy for those structures. But that's not something I specialize in, but oh. it's an area. Yeah. Uh, usually, just to clarify, a, a speech therapist wouldn't um, cover all of these areas. You usually specialize. Right. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I like specialization because that's what we deviate to, especially in the United States. It's like go to the exact person that would treat that thing mm-hmm. that fits you. Yeah, and it's just a whole other knowledge set. Right. Um, so if you're if you're working in hospitals, the whole system is different for how you would see and treat patients, um, and you'd have a whole different population that you'd be serving from, say, a school. Right. 
Shout out to one of my nurse uh, students, who's a nursing student who showed me through his hospital some time ago. It's nice to see all the different regions. There's the psych ward, there's the that, there's the ICU. You see the people as they're there. They thought I was kind of nifty, by the way, some of them. Shout outs to the people there. I gotta give a shout out. They thought you were nifty? They thought I was nifty. They didn't say like nifty per se directly, but they were like, dang, you know, Wow, he, he must be important. He has a microphone. Yeah, I didn't, well, if I, so I didn't have a microphone at the time, but that would have been a good episode too, frankly, around the hospital with the actual patients who have patients because they're in a the hospital. And good one. Thank you. You know, uh, I hope you're content with the content that we're producing today. Okay. Pandemonium is this event that happens once a year, I think. So maybe, uh, oh, actually I had one. Oh my God. I forgot. By the way, you know, I've mentioned on a couple of episodes, uh, there's a lot of shapes out there, circles, squares, octagons. Oct- okay, octagons. What a show off. But I just want to mention <laughs> that uh, Rachel is of the heart variation. So, just a pun. Okay. What's a heart variation? You, it's uh, the shape. It, oh, you're, God. You're I got what you're saying. You're, you're okay, talking God. about shapes. Yeah. I'm a little slow. Thank you. <laughs> and you're not. I want to give a shout out, by the way. Uh, we are in the Eagle Rock Recreation Center in Eagle Rock, California, in Los Angeles, California, in California, in the United States. Yeah, this place is pretty great. There's almost no one here. There's a lot of space. There's a baseball field, a large one. These picnic tables that are covered under shade. There's looks like there's a basket, indoor basketball court, although I didn't go in that building. It could be something else. A playground for the kids. What more could you want? Nothing, by the way. I'm looking around. I've never been here. I thought of it as a cool, and it's superb. It's got all the things. You Check can even hear a beautif- the beautiful sound of the 134 freeway behind us. Beautiful 134, which I think of as 8, because 1 plus 3 plus 4 is 8. You can see Eagle Rock very well at night. A lot of people comment on that on the Los Angeles subreddit on Reddit, which is a website. On, on Reddit? Reddit. They comment about Eagle Rock from well, the 134? Yeah. I'm really glad I've never been on that page then. That's just one thing they comment about. Other things include traffic and uh, Dang. like a, the water main exploding. So. Which water main? The one, you know, each one as it happens. It's a continuous thing. There's mm-hmm. multiple water mains that have exploded and Redditors have jumped on the occasion to respond on Reddit when that happened. Just remember, this is one thing I've thought about, universal principle. All the people you've... I just realized I, I head nodded instead of, instead of um, like, verbally acknowledging that. Right. Which Podcasters, is such a rookie move. That? It's what such a rookie, rookie move. What a noob. I, I need to be more aware of... Like... I, if, if this of this was micro of this uh, s- setup yeah like i've never been on a podcast before so I, i'm a little bit that head I'm nod was bit, caught by nobody you might have been confused listener like what happened there it was a head nod that occurred during that little there's space. a lot there's a lot going on that you guys can't see right so uh I, i'm just i'm gonna layers layers to it i'm gonna be more cognizant from now on by the way this is a cool place and i want to recommend check your local recreation center i like a lot of them there's multiple in Los Angeles that are cool. Burbank, McCambridge, basketball, Roots, we played there, and so on. You have places around you. Check them out. Libraries and parks, two coolest places in your region, probably. They're for the people. Right. I used to say that as my phrase, for the people, by the people. 
Now, the one topic I always like to go to because it's classic is books. Do you delve into a category of them? Is there a type you like to reach into? What's your relationship with books? Having just finished my degree, I'm taking, I, w- I started off taking a little break from books just because I was a, a little burnt out on sitting and reading. Getting a degree requires you to sit and study a lot, and I kind of wanted to just get a little exercise, walk around, do things that were outdoors. But I'm currently reading A Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court by Mark Twain. It's pretty hilarious. Tell me a little bit about that. <laughs> um, what about it? Like what it's about? Or mm-hmm. and how, What it's about and how is it hilarious? Or what's one thing about it that's nifty? Um, I guess the premise in general is about this guy um, who finds, wakes up under a tree and all of a sudden he's in the time of of king arthur and the knights of the round table and a great um, time. obviously he's from connecticut and um he <laughs> just finds himself in this world where people speak a different dialect of english and have different customs and um you know like most of the population can't even read so he takes advantage of this situation and rises to power and um, starts to basically take over the job of Merlin, the, the wizard, right? Um, because he can predict events. He, he, I guess, has some knowledge of this time period. Omniscience. So there's the, the book pretty much opens with him becoming imprisoned and he predicts a solar eclipse. Um, and that saves him the king is so impressed that the people all over the land all over what would would now be England um, just they they fear him they think he's this powerful person that can take away the sun Um, he knows too much and yeah I mean after that he just becomes the king's right-hand man but I haven't finished it yet Um, I just oh spoil I should say like Maybe put in a spoiler alert before I... These people are illiterate. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know how... M- it's a pretty famous book, but I don't know. I don't want to okay. give too much away. Spoiler coming right now. Well, it came. Get ready for <laughs> it. It already came. It was the parts we already mentioned. Um, but it's pretty funny. I mean, I, I like I like that author, so... Yeah. <laughs> so that's read? what I'm reading right now. Um, before that, uh, I read a, a book that... A friend gifted to me called A Leaf the Unseen. Um, a Leaf the Unseen. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's it's fiction as well. It's it takes place in a fictional emirate, and it was written right before the Arab Spring and kind of predicts a lot of what actually happened during that time. Huh. Um, uh, the author, I believe, is an American woman who later um, moved to Egypt and converted to Islam. And uh, I don't want to say too much about the book because I really, I, I really enjoyed it and um, think that whoever is interested in that topic should read it. It's, a, it's actually really good. Um, it involves a lot of 
uh, I don't even know, like magic and, um, you know, like modern technology and uh, I don't know, like cultural dynamics and I don't know. It's really cool. It's informative, <laughs> but in a fictional world. About it's, I'm being vague on purpose because I don't want to give anything away. Spoiler alert, canceled. It's <laughs> vague. It was too vague <laughs> to be a spoiler. That makes sense, okay? Because if somebody still wants to read it, they're like, oh, okay, it wasn't fully fleshed out. What were the author's names? Oh, the, the first one is Mark Twain. Ever heard of this guy? The first one, by the way, if you were dropped in such a world, would you take over? Let's say, is that a nice scenario to conquer seemingly unsurmountable odds? Is there a excitement there? Can you please repeat the question? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like a spelling, but can you please repeat the sentence or use another <laughs> sentence? All right, sure. We will use this last episode I mentioned spelling bee, by so the way. So I, w- I want to go back and, and say that the author's name is G. Willow Wilson. Oh, okay. For the second book. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. G. Willow Wilson. Yeah, A Leaf the Unseen. It doesn't even sound like a normal, like a name. It's it doesn't different. sound like a name? Yeah, G. Willow Wilson. It sounds like three names. G is the first name. I feel like authors do that a lot. Yeah, that's true. So what was your other question? It, it I don't oh, know, yeah. it just floated right over me. I need, a, I need another take. My voice is floaty. It is no, 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 the question was. Right, no, but also I want my voice to be floaty also, so it has like a 3D effect for the uh. listener. So it's like in their car, and they're like, wow. Wouldn't that depend on their speakers? Yeah. I can't control all the variables. I can just do my part with my voice inflection, flexion, flexion, flexion. So in that first one, person is in that scenario and then they're able to get saved because they can predict the future. Shout outs to the dogs in the area. And would you like to be part of a cool scenario where like you dropped in and against insurmountable odds or something all against you, you conquer? I guess it would depend. Uh, Do I know that I'm going to conquer it before I get there? No, but Not you have the will and determination. You're like, I got this. Do you have that kind of, I got this? Can or you give me a, a specific scenario? Yes. Because I feel like that could be really bad for people's health to just be dropped into a situation like that. The amount of stress that would cause might lead to some future health problem. On the other hand, it could be fun. Right? You know what I'm saying? You start flying and then but you it, over there. But it would depend. I mean... I feel like if I were dropped in the middle of the forest, surrounded by wolves or something, that wouldn't be too fun, escaping that. Right. That one is more dangerous than what I had envisioned, and I would not want to also be dropped in that. Or if I were, you know, like, trapped in a cave or something, that might be more traumatic than fun. Right. Like, what is this? Why is it so dark? Where am I? And how come I don't have 4G in this cave? You need 4G. I, I, could, I could give or take the 4G. Oh, yeah. Take that internet. Yeah. You, by the way, that's a, do you ever disconnect from the internet? I mean, I like the internet. It's a good tool, but I don't need to have it all the time. Right. It can be imposing. It's not imposing, but we... It can be a distraction, for right. sure. Yeah. There's a lot more to life. Right. Including recreation centers. I'm including that again. Just... Eagle Rock Rec Center. Eagle Rock Rec Center. Now, I want to throw in this part where we're going to have a transition, and then now, boom. Ah. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
You're putting me on the spot here. No, that was originally. I, I know, but I, I forgot. How was that? A spot? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to interview the interviewer. Oh, okay. A little bit. All right. On, the, on the fly. Me. On the fly. Great. That sounds like a reasonable idea. <laughs> wow. I don't know where that one came up. I'll just try and deal with it as it comes. <laughs> Golly. G. So Willikers. G. Willow Wilson. The thing is, the thing is, Armin. That was a name, yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't listened to any of your podcasts, so I'm, I'm worried that I'll ask you something that someone else might have already asked you, and that would be redundant. Well, I have good news for you. Uh, none of my previous guests have then interviewed me on the podcast. Then why don't you tell us a little bit about your background in in the world of podcast? What led you to this point in time? So I've been making content since everybody listening was in diapers. Okay, I'm not sure how long, but let's say 2000, the year 2000, somewhere around there. The start of main online content was my blog, 2008, 9, 10, 11. I mentioned it before, Timeless Information. It was like a per- personal development site. Then uh, I did inter- some little interviews there. But then I did t- uh, Snap YouTube videos where I'd mess with people in public. Uh, a bunch of those. Shoutouts to Gary filming those. And then uh, Instagram was later Snapchat themes of the day with people on the street. And then I had the previous iteration of the podcast called That Guy Named Armin, which was me. I was Armin there also. And then uh, that one, most of the audio is corrupted there, and the website is gone. So that one is long gone. And now I am on this iteration, which is the one. And this one's an everyday. And tell us a little bit about what made you want to even do your blog for the first time. I like information and people and putting out content people can use in some form it's both because there were people when i wrote my articles they were like this is cool thanks man or neat some people that i still talk to oh so you were basically putting up articles on this blog yeah that one was straight just about whatever you were feeling like writing about yeah at the end that had like 330 articles in total somewhere around there some of them also I did guest posts on other personal development sites like uh, Change Your Thoughts or uh, was it uh, Prolific Living? Uh, a lot of different personal development websites at the time. Some of them are still going, but a lot of them are gone. That was like eight years ago. And so I would write, yeah, basically my thoughts, just to turn it back to the interview. Do you ever write your thoughts out in some form or put them out? Do you record your thoughts? I've done that in paintings i'm not much i don't not really one with a lot of words so whenever i had something to express i usually do it with an image and i've been doing that since i was a little kid that's quite cool i don't paint at all you've been painting since you were a little kid yeah i mean casually i i don't have training in that um but it's something that i've always enjoyed doing and it um it's a good outlet for any any sort of thought, it's including I mean, including dreams, like being a vivid dre- dreamer. Um, sometimes I wake up in the morning and a dream might be weighing on me or uh, gave me some images that are inspiring in some way. And um, 
taking the time to actually put that out on paper in a painting or a drawing really I really enjoy that it's helpful but it's also entertaining to me that's pretty cool but it, I mean stuff on the internet I think I had a um, I'm trying to remember what that website was. There was Reddit, some Wikipedia, no, Pinterest, TMZ. No, there was Hotmail, this one that uh, it was MySpace, like no, no, it wasn't that. I'm trying to remember. Basically, you could build a web page that already was kind of laid out for you. You could select WordPress, a background, and a back uh, a background image, Tumblr. a background song. Um, MySpace. No, it's none of those. It's not a. It's not a social media thing. It's like, well, I guess it could. You can. I'm trying to remember what it, what it was. Um, like around what year might this be? This would have been, maybe 2002 or something like 2002, 2003. Dang, that's a tough um, one. I had one of those because everyone had one in middle school. Uh-huh. And, Zonga? Um, it could be. Dang. It could be. Pick I'm not I'm not 100% up. sure. Maybe. Did you have a Zonga? Um, it might have been that. That sounds... Yeah, that might have been it. I think that was it. We figured it out, America. That. So everyone was doing that and... If everybody... It was really fun. I mean, looking back on it now, it was. it's pretty simple. You can do very little with it, but... I really had fun with that one and that pretty much is it like that's the only content I was producing and and for all you listeners I just did air quotes since you can't see that she did air quotes they were in the air <laughs> so you had a Zanga page I possibly. did I definitely had I definitely had that and I, I think it was Zanga Zanga whatever right oh yeah Zanga did you have cool music in the background? Did you change the music every month like somebody I knew I don't know how frequently but I definitely changed it more than once right yeah usher yeah was popular in a lot of backgrounds it was it wasn't that's true i I remember that one yeah (laughs) (laughs) i probably had something lame on there like dashboard confessional or something (laughs) i think that's an audio group of some form just some emo crap just some emo crap i don't know their music but they're cool i know their name i don't know i don't know if they're still making anything um but when I was in middle school, um, I, th- I liked it. I thought it was good. I also liked music in middle school. Just to put that out there. <laughs> I don't like remember what, what it was. Uh, middle Usher? school? Usher, maybe. That was... Eight, eighth grade was before I switched over to all the kind of rap, listening, and dance stuff. So it was more like whatever was 102.7. Maybe some No Doubt mm. singing. Or Men in Black. I don't know. Thinking of, yeah. Here come the Men in Black. I'm remembering... (laughs) I'm remembering the first time I heard that song. And it wasn't on the radio. It was probably right around the time... Yeah, yeah. by Usher. It was at prom. Everybody heard it at prom four times. Definitely. But (laughs) I remember the first... (laughs) I remember the first time I heard that song was actually through AIM. Shout out to AOL um, Instant Messenger. I got a just I was Nightcrawler 15. There was there was this boy that I was cha- chatting with. That's and, the guy. Um, he you know he probably thought he was being like super cool, sending super me cool. Usher songs. Hey, look at this yeah he's like, song. Oh, you got to hear this song. It just came out. It's really great. And he sends it to me, and that's the 
And um, yeah, that's the first time I heard that song. I did like it. Every time you hear the song now, you're thinking of Anthony because it's connected at the same time. Nice work, Anthony. Nice moves. That's a valid point. I, I don't think about that every time I hear Yeah by Usher, but right. um, I, don't, I don't know. I just thought of it right now right. when we were talking about it because it's connected to that time period of Zanga or Zanga. Right. And um, yeah, it was all in the same time period. I just want to point out, I mentioned this a few episodes ago. We have just a few things from the years of our youth that we recall across the times. And those are our main things. So sometimes we think there were so many and that it's not worth mentioning. No, we barely remember that many little things, this, 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 this. And that's our recollection of our youth. So it's worth maybe cataloging them, thinking about them, reflecting on how they led to who we are now. It's worth examining. Also, I got to do beats more often. Are you a beatboxer? Wait, are you going to? Hey, by the way, you got any beats? Only in the kitchen. Oh, Okay, we're now we're in the kitchen. Turns out we just left the Eagle Rock Rec Center. What's oh look at all these pots and pans? Hey, you got beets? Yeah, they're delicious. Oh great! I like to pickle them. Oh beets! Pandemonium. It happens once a year. It's like an event publicly. A lot of the local performers go there, so no beets are happening. Okay, God, I just died <laughs> inside. Okay, no worries. Yeah. I'm much too shy to provide beets on your podcast, listeners. What would you want her to do? You'd want everybody to be jumping free spirit. Why don't you take a poll for the and I'll do what the people want within limits. Well, due to this not being a live stream podcast, which I don't even know if that exists. There could be a follow-up. There could be a follow-up. So we'll do a poll and see if people want specifically a beats. It could be beats. It could be something else mm-hmm. within limits. You know. Let us know. Let her know. This is a family-friendly podcast, yes. as Armin reminded me yes. very firmly before we started recording. Yeah. That's how it's set up currently on iTunes, because you got to set things up uh, before you do them. I just want to point that out. Now, I don't know if I finished your question, because you asked me a question, and I don't know if I tangented or answered it. Oh, yeah, the podcast. So the how I got to it, and audio also is the next... It's higher in weight for the next few years because uh, you can listen to it while in the car mm. and it's passive intake versus YouTube. You have to watch the screen the whole time. Is losing excitement over time because people already watch their screen enough. And then text has never been exciting, even though I wrote text. It's still good. It's still good. Yeah. Text? Like articles? Like yeah, my blog? Yes, it's, it's still good. Um... But I know what you're saying. Like, you can listen to a podcast while you're doing other things, but it's really hard to read an article while doing other things. Right. Somebody's listening to this right now while they're solving a complex equation. Mm -hmm. Somebody else while they're working on a new type of antibiotic, whatever it may be, and they're just listening to this higher level content than even what they're working on in the background. Now. And then your mega fans are have their ear up against the speaker, hanging on to every word. The mega fans. I mean, I don't usually directly say anything about them because they're just so supportive. I don't want to mess with that, but I want to thank them, by the way, just for being mega fans. Ultra fans is what I call them. Mm. Yeah. And because there was only one, one more... 
One more question. On that end. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Keep doing that. How long have you been beatboxing, Armin? I have been beatboxing a long, 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 long time. I made a lot of cool beats over the years. I made a song one time with my beats as the background, and it's online along with some of my raps, which are also online. I like to put stuff on. You put a. You put down a background beat for another musician, no, or no, no, for you myself. freestyle over your. It's my beat, and then I freestyled over my own beat uh-huh. with little accompaniments from myself, and then my piano that I played. Ah, yeah. got it. That is some good stuff right there. <laughs> Always, I like to conclude in a way that makes no sense. Here I am making. <laughs> Excuse me. We went a little. Caught you off guard. Uh, you don't catch me off guard at all, but that was the prep when that was the end of Dang Rachel, how about can you keep your composure through one episode? What was I that? Composed. I mean, now this place is just rec center, more like they no, we're outside, what are you talking about? We just put the scent in center of rec center. That was I'm I can't what am I gonna top that with? Uh Rachel, glad to have you on this episode of the show. Thanks for inviting me. You know it. And we are out.